Hello and welcome to episode two of the Tea in Tokyo podcast. My name is Somia. And my name is Ellie. This is week two of us being in Tokyo. We've had quite a hectic week. We managed to fit quite a lot in. So, well, first of all, we saw our first lot of um, a large amount of hentai at the Komaki convention. Pretty shocking. Um, we spent New Year's and Shibuya, which was pretty cool, in Tokyo. And we went to Yokohama and we went and saw some really beautiful scenic gardens. Yep, all that and more coming up right now. The first thing we did this week... Uh, right before New Year's was go to the Comiket convention. Uh, for those of you who don't know who what the Comiket convention is, it's basically a comic book convention, uh, similar to Comic-Con or Armageddon uh, that's held in Tokyo. But it's more based at like amateur artists, like it's not so much for like the big popular shows. Yeah, that's right. So you won't see like the Avengers or anything like that here. It's it's basically just for people uh, starting out. Um, it's a huge convention the last like three or four days starting in December 29th going to the 31st. We went uh, on the very last day on the 31st. Tickets I think were like $700. Oh no, it was a thousand yen. It was a thousand yen each. Um, yeah, now if you ever think about going to this, get your ticket beforehand. You can get it at like bookshops or something. Mm. We didn't do that because everywhere you look online, it always says that the convention is free. That definitely is not true. It used to be free, mm. um, but starting from this year, moving forward, uh, um, there is a price now. Which I think is because they have changed locations, so it costs more now. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's at the Tokyo Big Site, which is like one of the greatest buildings I've ever seen in my life. It's so <laughs> massive. It's like an upside down, um, that Jewish toy thing. What is it called? So- <laughs> spinning top yeah a spinning it's like top, an upside yeah. a dreidel a dreidel ellie didn't know what a dreidel nobody was nobody knows what a dreidel is um but yes yeah, so we had to wait in a line for so long be- uh, just to get our tickets before mm. going in um the line was like an hour and a half long i think one thing we actually noticed just from that line is how respectful japanese people are yeah right? like we were talking about how if that had been the same line it basically like it went around itself a bunch of times, but there was nothing to separate each individual section of the line. And if they had been in New Zealand, everyone would have, like, just shoved in front of each other. But the line, like, stayed as, you know, a single line. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy, eh? Um, so, yeah, that took, like, an hour and a half. But then to actually get into the convention was super easy. Like, there wasn't any line mm. at all. Because the place is just so big that everyone can just file in. So, yeah, so in the convention itself, um, we were expecting, like, just a lot of, like, comic book things, you know, new superheroes, that kind of stuff, maybe, like, anime, manga kind of stuff. I was planning on buying some, like, I don't know, I was hoping there'd be something there I could buy, like, a cute keychain or something. Uh, The actual experience that we had was a lot different from what we were expecting. The first thing that we see when we walk in are just things to do with transport, like trains... Um, like planes, mostly trains though. There's a lot of train related stuff. Or like just train stations. Um, like these are comic books based on trains, I think, right? I couldn't tell if it was like, I thought that maybe it was like a guide for future artists on how to draw those places. Like I couldn't tell like what the reason behind so many train related things was. Yeah, we just, like, we don't even know what that was. It took up, like, just a, whole a lot of trains. Hall, a whole haul of just, like, train yeah. transport related stuff. Yeah, so, like, like we said before, like, Comic is just amateur comic makers. Man um, so there's, yeah, manga artists. So there's, like, a thousand people in there, probably, uh, creators. And there was a good, probably, like, a hundred just for trains. <laughs> um, but, of course, that didn't compare at all to what we saw next, which is we went into the next. Um, hall there was like four halls there we go into the next one 
And the very first thing we see is hentai. So much hentai. Yeah, a lot of hentai. Uh, Ali was pretty shocked because this is her first time ever seeing hentai. Like, they literally, like, and it would just be, like, fully, like, fully naked and then put a tiny bar over the main bit, but that doesn't take away from, like, the fact that you still know exactly what is happening. Yeah, they can't actually, like, show the bits. So, like, like nipples and, like... Yeah. Um, but they show everything else. <laughs> and it's, like, super obvious what everything is. It's super graphic. Super graphic. But it's, like, a little band-aid on um, the specific parts that they're not allowed to show. And yeah, and there was a lot of hentai. Like, there was at least two, I'd say three. Most, most of the halls were just hentai. Yeah, most of the halls. Yeah, like about 80% Which, of the time. I was, Sonia thought it was hilarious. I was kind of disappointed because I was expecting to get to see, like, a bit more, I don't know, like, find some, like, fun new artists. But instead it was, like, just porn. Like. Yeah, I thought it was really funny. Um, <laughs> like, like, we kind of knew that Japan had, like, this hentai underbelly kind of thing, but to know that's not an underbelly at all. Like, it's <laughs> right out in the open, and there's People a lot of it. People were just, like, walking it. around with their T-shirts with, like, the drawings on them and, like, their bags. Like, no shame. Yeah, it's really weird, like, people... Not that they should have shame, but maybe a little bit of shame. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> like, people are lining up. To buy, to, especially to buy hentai, to like was, buy like t-shirts and stuff. It was upsetting for me mainly when like how much it like normalized like child rape. Like that was weird that people were so proudly walking around with like stuff with children on it, and it was obviously yeah, that, children. Yeah, a lot of children related hentai. Like it's called lolly, right? Lolly. Lolita. Yeah, Lolita. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that, that's really weird to see as, like, a foreigner because in New Zealand, if you tried to do anything like that, you'd probably get arrested, right? And I wouldn't mind if it was, like, say, more obvious that it was, like, an adult character who had, like, a childish face. Like, you know, like, if they had boobs or something. But this was, like, just straight-up children. Like, it was yeah, obvious that they yeah, were was. children. Like, it was weird. And there was just so much of it. I think it was the pure <laughs> volume of it. That yeah, was also, I swear uh, I was, like, in shock walking around. Apart from that, though, there were, like, a couple of other things that were interesting. Like, there was this one guy who had these designs that looked a lot like Howl's Moving Castle. Like, little steampunk. Yeah, steampunk like kind of designs. And stuff. Like, they were really cool um, pieces of artwork. Yeah, and you can buy one for, like, 10,000 yen or something. We really wanted to get one of those, but we don't really have anywhere to put it. And, like, you know, 10,000 yen is still quite a bit for us. Mm, um, we haven't started working yet, especially. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there was also, like... A lot of stuff related to cats. Which was great. I wish there'd been more cat-related stuff. Yeah. By, by a lot, though, we mean, like, two rows worth, right? That's... Yeah, compared to, like, 50 rows worth of hentai. Oh, yeah. Like, way more than 50, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so there was some other stuff to enjoy there. But I think the, even the hentai stuff, like, it was an experience. And I think the whole point was pretty crazy of experience. us coming to Tokyo is to experience as much as we can. I thought it was cool to see all the people cosplaying, even the ones who were like in like overtly sexualized outfits and then selling photos of themselves. It was kind of weird, but like it was also well, yeah. like cool to see them like being confident in their creativity and making their costumes was pretty cool. Yeah, well that yeah, that's like the two things we haven't talked about yet, which is people do dress up. There's a lot of cosplay there. So if mm-hmm. you're into cosplays, is like a really good place to go. They actually do have like a fashion show kind of thing with all the clos- cosplayers, I think. But you do have to pay a little bit extra to go see that. Mm. Um, but if you don't want to pay that, that's okay. Because there are cosplayers walking around everywhere. Yeah, and they're uh, really amazing, honestly. Yeah, especially outside. If you ask, you can probably like take photos with them and stuff. We didn't do that. But you definitely could have. You definitely ask. Like, yeah. You know, they're people. Um, and then on the inside, um, like Ellie was talking about, there are people who like are playing specific characters, I think. like or it's like their own character. Yeah, it's their own character. They're dressed up and they're selling, like, posters and T-shirts with, like, their faces and, and dead just, like, bodies and stuff. like, photos of themselves, like, you know, in, like, sexual positions. <laughs> yeah. 
we couldn't tell like we don't know if these people are f like semi-famous or not maybe maybe they're like big instagrammers or something yeah they could be actually if we look them up on instagram there might be some that are actually quite Probably. big. Probably. They were all, like, really attractive. Yeah, for Except sure. Except yeah. I was disappointed in the fact that I think we literally saw one, like, good-looking guy cosplayer. And he wasn't even that good-looking. The rest were all just beautiful women. Like, you know, where are the men for me, you know? Yeah, Ellie was pretty disappointed about that. Um, you know? <laughs> yeah, there's no, there's no guys at all, unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah, there's plenty of girls, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, apart from that, that, that was basically it. it. It was basically just a hentai fest. <laughs> um, I don't think we'll go next year, will we? Nah, I probably wouldn't be interested. Yeah, there's probably there's nothing really there for us. I think. Yeah, like it was a like, good experience. I'd recommend going yeah, for like sure. once, especially but, for a thousand yen, because yeah. like that's like eleven, twelve dollars from like New Zealand dollars and like you know seven US dollars or something. So mm. I definitely recommend going at least once. It's a huge event. Like there's like a hundred thousand people there. Like we had never seen that many people until actually New Year's. Yeah, we probably saw more. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Straight after that, we went to a ramen place in Omari Station. Omori. Omori Station. And Ellie managed to find her first um, vegetarian, like, ramen. Like, that, that's, like, a good one, right? Yeah, although I'm still not 100% sure if the, like, um, broth was vegetarian, but I didn't taste. Like, in all the other ones I've had, I can definitely taste that there's, like, fish in it somewhere. But this one yeah. seemed to be potentially vegetarian. Um, yeah, the broth is always... Um, I think it was a miso-based one. Yeah, you never you can never be too sure about the broth, can you? Mm. We probably need to learn how to ask, but the thing is, they might not even have, like, a miso... Like a well, vegetarian I've, I've asked broth, for it right? in the past, and they will offer me... But the broth the was specifically? Oh, no, even when, I've, even when I've asked in general for, like, something with no meat, I'll just be offered the fish, which is fine. Like, we expected that coming here, that it was going to be a bit difficult. And um, I've been talking to a girl on Bumble, and she actually recommended an app for me the other day which I haven't downloaded yet but apparently she's been using that and it's helped her find some places because she's vegan so that's kind of cool so I think I'm going to download mm. that and then maybe use that because she said she hasn't struggled at all yeah. with finding meals in Tokyo but I think like we've definitely learned that you can like ask them to like take other meat right and they, they yeah probably most will. of the time they're okay with it if it's yeah. not like a pre-made meal because it's so easy it's literally just like when you're making it don't add the meat on top that's all yeah but you do need to specify that like that counts fish as well yeah because like we said last time like they don't ex they don't really think of fish as meat here yeah yeah they think of like fish as basically being a vegetarian like that's yeah. just so like ingrained into like what they eat well it's kind of like how like until recently you know how like lately there's so many like different types of like vegetarian and vegan like depending on the specific thing that you yeah, eat yeah true yeah i feel like this is still just more like what it used to be you know like yeah, vegan yeah. used to be what vegetarian kind of now is and now like they've all gone their different extremes yeah that's right yeah and then so we did that on like the 31st i think or maybe mm. the 30th actually i don't think we did that no on that was the 31st because then i just napped that night and oh wow out. man we had a really busy we had a long um, day evening. <laughs> so yeah so we did comic kit like all day mm. um and then we came home Matt and that for a couple of hours and then it was like time for do to do new year's stuff so mm. we weren't really sure what to do on new year's one thing i found out is that i like other major cities like if you go to sydney if you go to taiwan if you go to like auckland anywhere like new york the big thing is obviously the countdown and then the fireworks. Mm. Turns out Tokyo doesn't really do fireworks. Yeah. You know, they've got like two really tall um, towers, like the the Sky Tree and then the Tokyo Tower, that they could mm. do fireworks off. But yeah, to fireworks are not a thing here. So our plan was to go see fireworks. That wasn't a thing. So mm. we had to see, uh, we had to find out what to do instead. Uh, and of course, the big thing here to do is to go to Shibuya. Um, Shibuya Crossing, which is like the most busiest crossing in the world. Mm. on New Year's um, they closed down the whole thing 
uh, and it just turns into like a big New Year's Eve party. I feel like it was specifically a New Year's Eve party for foreigners because I swear the whole time we've been here I've not seen that many foreigners. Like, I feel like foreigners almost outnumbered Japanese people there. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Like, but yeah, so b- before we uh, went there, um, we just stayed at home just drinking and stuff. Yeah, we went and bought some convenience store alcohol, which is still weird that you just buy it here. I find it weird when you buy alcohol here, right? There's like a little screen, like a touch screen, and it just asks you if you're like old enough to buy it, and you just click yes. Like, they don't ask to see your ID. They just trust that you're going to be honest. And we are old enough to buy it, obviously, but it just felt weird that they yeah, just I totally feel, trust yeah. you to be honest. Yeah, we probably look old compared to Japanese people. Yeah, true. I reckon. That's probably what it is. Well, and also, like, we're foreigners. Like, they probably know, oh, this, you know, these guys didn't grow up here. Otherwise, they'd be speaking Japanese to us. Yeah. They moved recently. You're not going to move when you're, like, 10. So, like... Mm, I suppose you can also buy it in, like, a like vending machine. So... Yeah, There's true. There's not really anything to stop yeah, you Yeah, we, we haven't bought alcohol in a vending machine yet, so I don't really know how that works. Mm. Like, I don't know how they can tell what age you are. I don't think they do. Mm. They just trust. Um, so, yeah, so we bought a couple there... Um, came back and we just played drinking games back at the flat um, yeah. until like 11.30ish or something. So we wanted to go to Shibuya. Um, we found out when the trains were coming and stuff. We went and we completely missed it. So <laughs> We didn't. We missed it by like a couple of minutes. Yeah, we like, missed it by... Our train was just a little bit too late for us to get to Shibuya. Yeah, we were, we were like on the train station before Shibuya um, and I was looking at the clock in the train. Um, I managed to get a good Instagram of it uh, just when it like clicked over from 11.59 till 12. Yeah. So we celebrated, like, like New Year's uh, in the train. train. <laughs> yeah. But then we got to Shibuya. Man, turns out, like, Shibuya Crossing is right next to Shibuya Station, and, like, it was pretty packed there. But one thing I noticed is that, like, we, we got there at, like, 12.01, and so many people were already leaving. Like, yeah. that party ends. Like, 12 o'clock like, on the yeah. dot. <laughs> yeah, and then once we finally got to Shibuya Crossing... Um, they were saying their goodbyes and that was it. Everyone kind of left. Although it was still pretty crazy busy. It was just that everyone was kind of like vacating the area. Yeah, already. there was nothing happening on stage anymore though. Yeah. Like that was done. So yeah, so if you if you want to go to New Year's in Shibuya, you know. Don't, don't go late like us. <laughs> yeah. Don't expect there to be anything after 12 because there really isn't. Apart, like unless you want to go to clubs or something. Yeah. But like just the normal stuff, there wasn't anything like that. So we wandered around for a couple of hours though. It was still pretty busy, pretty cool. Yeah, we ended up walking around for like until like two thirty three. Mm. Um, went to a restaurant there, and yeah, like if you want to meet other foreigners and you're like you're coming around that time, this is probably the best time to do so it. So many foreigners like, in New everywhere. Years. Yeah, they're everywhere. They're all outside, like every Seven Eleven, every convenience Being store. Being rowdy, making us all look bad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that's like a big thing, like hanging outside convenience stores and like just drinking and stuff. Because mm. yeah, the drinks are so cheap. Like it's a lot cheaper than going to a bar, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually, I, yeah, I actually quite like that. Yeah, we couldn't even find any, like, chill bars to hang out with, which I was surprised about. Like, I thought that there'd be a couple that, like, on, like, street level, like, not clubs, but just, like, bars to hang out at. But we only really managed to find, like, we ended up finding, like, a ramen place and getting some food to sit down. Yeah, and I was way too drunk for that. And Someone it was, was just very too, drunk. Yeah, it was just, like, too much food. I ordered a lot more than I can actually have, and I felt like crap. And then straight afterwards, I was like, all right, sweet, I'm done. Which I was pretty happy about because I wasn't as drunk as Sonia, so I was ready to go home. I didn't want to be a downer and, like, make us leave early, so I just waited until he was, like, dead. Yeah, I was absolutely dead. When we got home, I slept in, like, 0.1 I've never seen someone fall asleep so quickly. It was pretty crazy. (laughs) Yeah, I sleep quickly, like, in general. (laughs) But, like, if I get drunk... I I don't even think your head was on the pillow and you were asleep. Yeah, no, probably, actually. (laughs) So we did that uh, for New Year's. The next day we did absolutely nothing. Like, we stayed at home the entire day. 
I just relaxing. PlayStation. I played PlayStation. I spent my New Year's playing Dragon Age. Yeah, Ali's <laughs> replaying Dragon Age for the 30th time. Obviously again. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was good though. We kind of needed that. Just yeah. do absolutely nothing. Because then afterwards, um, we did quite a lot the, the rest of the day. So mm. it was nice to just have a rest. Yeah. Um, the next day we went to um, the National... Um, Museum of Science and Nature because we heard that there was like a New Year's event thing there. Mm. Um, before we went to that though, now that's in Ueno Station. I still don't really know how to pronounce that properly. It's U U E N O. U E N O, yeah, you know. Ueno? Ueno? I think it's Ueno. Nah, definitely not like that many syllables. I think it's Ueno. Yeah. Anyway, we went there. That's like a real great place because there's like a park right next to it, right? And then the park. There's museums and like art galleries like everywhere around yeah. this park. It's we basically like a shrine, like, um, like a really beautiful shrine. Yeah, it's like the uh, the Smithsonian in um, Washington D.C. where like there's just museums everywhere and like in a block. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so if you want to go to any museums or anything, that's the place to go. Before we went there though, we had our first ever sushi in Japan. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, we've been wanting to have sushi for a while now. Like we've had a lot of ramen. So much ramen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was super excited for the first sushi. Uh, well, like, one thing we're actually really surprised about in Japan is, like, is there doesn't appear to be as much sushi as we were expecting there to be. Like, for example, on our main street in our area, I'd say that, like, you walk for, like, a few metres and you've already passed, like, ten ramen places and there's one sushi place on our street. Yeah, a lot more ramen than sushi. We're thinking that's probably because, like, ramen is a proper meal, I guess, whereas sushi mm-hmm. isn't. Um, You can get a lot of sushi in, like, convenience stores, though. Yeah. Um, Like, a lot of, like, to-go sushi. Um, But in terms of, like, actual, like, restaurants that have sushi, definitely not as many as I was expecting. Yeah. Um, now the other thing is in New Zealand, we have a type of sushi, which, um, I didn't realize how weird it was until I, I saw my uncle a couple of months ago, uh, who lives in Canada and I told him about chicken sushi and he was like so shocked. He, he had never heard of that before. And I was saying it so casually and he was like, what the hell are you talking about? Turns out they don't have any chicken sushi in Canada. When we say chicken sushi, we mean it's like teriyaki flavored cooked chicken. Yeah. Cooked chicken. Not raw. In a sushi roll. <laughs> Yeah, turns out they don't have that anywhere else in the world. Like, that's a totally New Zealand thing. Or, may, or like, a New Zealand-Australia thing. They have yeah. it in Australia as well. Because it's, like, the most popular type of sushi. Yeah. So, yeah, we definitely knew that we weren't, you know, going to get that in Japan. But that's okay. We like fish sushi as well. Like, Ali likes, you know, she has vegetarian sushi, obviously. Some cucumber. Yeah. Some very, very sour fermented plum. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so we went to this sushi place. Ali had her fermented plum. <laughs> Although, we got really confused. We thought when we were ordering it that you got, like, one piece. So I ordered, like, a bunch of different types of sushi, and it turns out it's, like, eight pieces per thing, so I yeah. ended up Yeah, well, the so picture much. had, uh, like, six pieces, but then on the, like, the like underneath it in the description, it, it has, like, the big piece. one. Yeah, it had, like, a one, and then the price, so we thought you were only going to get one, but apparently one means six. Like, like what? I think it must be one, one roll chopped up, but yeah. we didn't get that. <laughs> turns out, yeah, the picture is exactly, like, what you get. Yeah, I think it means, like, one picture, yeah. It's more value for money than we thought, actually. Mm. Um, I had, like, a salmon sushi and, like... Benito? Yeah, Benito, which I don't even know what that is, but that was great. Yeah, I had a couple of different ones. California roll, which is, like, ones that I love. Mm. Um, yeah, man, sushi's so good. Yeah, honestly. I had eggs sashimi because I ate eggs, and that was good. Yeah. And you can see, like, the pro sushi chefs, mm. like, in the kitchen, just working away and stuff. And it just looks so professional and, like, nice and... And we didn't even go to, like, a fancy sushi place. This is a really cheap place. They yelled a lot. It was really, like, fun, you know? 
Yeah. Someone would come in the door and everyone would just like, <laughs> it would be like a progression of people yelling to let the people know upstairs that there was like a customer. And like everyone that works there would be like welcoming you, like all shouting and stuff. And like, it was really friendly. Super friendly. Really cool, yeah. yeah. Shouting in a friendly way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so then after that, then we went to the National History Museum. Um, we didn't even get to look at the whole thing because it's massive. Yeah, we just I, saw the yeah. Japanese part of it and then there was a like global part that we didn't see. Yeah, I think if you want to go to any museum, like this is a general rule, like anywhere in the world, like you have to go super early if you want mm. to see the whole thing. Whereas we but went it's, like midday. Yeah, it's so tiring going to see the whole thing though, and it's like it's so cheap as well. It's six hundred mm. yen per person to get in. Yeah. Um. So we thought like it's not that big of a deal if you only see half and then see another half another time. We saw like what like four stories. Yeah. Worth of museum items. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we saw the Japanese side of it. That was really interesting. Like, it shows you the history of, like, scientific discoveries in Japan, mm. and also, like, the nature of Japan, like, all the animals that are here. Yeah. Um, it's got a lot of um, taxidermied animals. Yeah. Um, yeah, which we thought, like, which we realized was, like, it's so weird just to know that that was, like, a real animal. Yeah, it's just and a now it's just like stuffed. stuffed yeah <laughs> but they do a good job of it like it looks nice yeah they really they look good yeah um so yeah the museum was okay yeah um, it was good it was a good yeah. experience it was like my feet hurt by the end so i'm glad we didn't see the whole thing because yeah, sure. after that one building i was kind of like ready to be over it <laughs> yeah we'll definitely be in that park again though to go to all the other um like museums art galleries and whatnot one that we're going to go next week uh, they have a special exhibition, so it's an art gallery, and they've got a Van Gogh exhibition, mm. which ends on the 12th of January, so we, we need to go... Although, when we were there, the line for that was ridiculously long. Yeah, that line was really long. Like, it was probably, like, a, a good two-hour line. Probably, honestly, longer. Like, yeah, it was, it like, it was winding far. so far around. Yeah, so for that one, like, we definitely have to make sure we go early. If there's any, like, special exhibition... Make sure you go early, or make sure you don't go around New Year's. I think well, yeah, that's I think it's just because everyone had time off, so it was the time for them to go. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. That, that's probably the main reason, actually. Um, but yeah, so so we'll be doing that next week, so we'll talk about um, what the Van Gogh exhibition was like mm-hmm. in the next episode of this podcast. The other thing that we did this week, which was um, which was great. Top tier, number one. Yeah, top week. tier was the greatest thing that we've we've done in, Tokyo, <laughs> in, in Japan so far. Um, so yesterday we went to Yokohama. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a city about like 30 minutes from Tokyo. It was weird though because we caught the train, the same train, single train, and it was like there's no point where Tokyo ends and then there's farmland and then Yokohama begins. It's literally just like continuous like cityscape and then you realise that you're already at Yokohama. Like, yeah, we're not used to that in, like living in New Zealand, you know. There's mm-hmm. like very clear boundaries between cities. Like there's a lot of farmland between each city. Yeah, here, I don't know how far you have to go here to see this farmland. Yeah. Like, did we see any on the um, on the bus from the airport? Nah. I don't think we did, eh? Nah, it was just straight into the city. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we went to Yokohama. Uh, specifically, we went to, like, a garden. It's called the S-A-N-K-E-I-N, Saiken Garden. This was a really cool garden. Uh, like, basically, you get off at a couple of stations after Yokohama, like, the main station, and you have to, like, bus for, like, 10 minutes there. Mm. Um, take like the 101 or the 58 bus or whatever there's quite a few that go there yeah um, and then it's like a five minute walkway and it's like this really big garden now we thought that we had to um, that you go in for free that it was just like a normal park turns out it's not it's like a proper like historical park mm. where you can see like old buildings and, and, and stuff like that mm. so um, 700 yen entry yeah it was 700 yen which is all good yeah. and like to be honest we were happy to pay that once we got in because like they've done such a good job of it mm. it's, it's definitely worth the entry to get in yeah. there yeah like, if I lived in the area, I would 100% get an annual pass. Yeah, it was just yeah. So I don't even know if that's a thing, but you would. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was? Okay, yeah, cool. 
Um, well, yeah, we knew this was going to be a great place because as we were walking there, <laughs> so a big part of our personalities really is that we like cats. We're cat people. Yeah, we're, we're animal cat people. people. Specifically cat people. Yeah, specifically cat people. So, like, we know that, like, Japan has, like, cat islands, which we're definitely going to be going to mm-hmm. at some point. Um, so that's going to be a great podcast. Like, that will be the happiest podcast we do. <laughs> But until then, like, we, you know, we've been, like, looking around, you know, seeing if we can find any cats, because we know that Japan has, like, a cat fetish kind of thing. <laughs> and, like, we were walking there through, like, these suburbs, and we couldn't see any. And then we saw one through a gate, and we are pretty excited. We are like, oh, sweet. Like, that, that's it. Like, that's all we need like, to see. Like, we'd literally, before this, we'd only seen one cat in all of, like, where we've been. And it yeah, was, like, like super feral, yeah. and I couldn't get it to give me love. I was trying for a while, but yeah. it was That's why we couldn't get any, uh, get any love either, because it was, like, behind a gate, and it was yeah. all fat and happy in the sun. Um, but then, like, straight after we saw that one, we saw another cat <laughs> crossing the road. We are like, holy shit, there's a cat right there. And then we, like, turned the corner, and then there's, like, two more cats. We're like, okay, what the hell's going on? There were so many cats. Turns out, like, we we actually went to, like, a cat garden. Well, not like, quite. It just had a lot of cats. Yeah, it had a lot of cats, but they were, like, super friendly. You can go up to any one of them and, like, pat them. Um, they just roam free. Get all um, the love. They sit right by the entrance, so everyone has to pat them as you walk in. Yeah, so that so that was, like, awesome. <laughs> the beginning of a great trip. Yeah, for sure. So, um, what we saw at the cat... Uh, well, no, wait, it's not a cat garden. <laughs> <laughs> what we saw at this garden... It was pretty cool. Like, they've got, like, historic buildings. Like, the oldest one that we saw was, like, from 5 AD. Like, super, super mm. old. Well, that wasn't a building. That was, a um, like, a tomb. Like oh, a yeah, coffin. like a tomb. Sorry, yeah. It was, like, from 5 yeah. to 6 AD. There had been... So, like, the person who used to be owned by a family, the garden, like, I was reading up on it, and, like, one of the people who owned it in, like, the 1920s, he basically imported a bunch of historic, like, buildings from all over Japan and, like, had them moved and relocated to his garden. So it was quite cool because you got to see all these, like, temples and shrines that had been, like, moved from, like, Kyoto or, like, all over the place. Yeah, that's right. And, like, because it's, like, a garden, there's a lot of, like, nature there as mm. well. Now, we went in wintertime. Like, it it's winter, beautiful. obviously, right now. You know, obviously, there's no leaves on the trees or anything. So it's, like, it looks a lot more open. And I feel like if you mm. go in summer, like nature will kind of like enclose the entire thing and it'll, it'll like be a lot mm. more cozy well it's like a cherry um, blossom viewing place as well yeah right yeah so like a lot of the trees like when we were there looked like dead like they looked beautiful and cool but they had like no leaves but i know that you know a few in later true yeah yeah so we should we should go back in the spring for sure mm. this is a great place to get photos as well because you can get photos next to like you know ancient tombs and ancient like buildings and stuff like that like and a then, shrine like, from like the 1300s yeah right. exactly and then you also have like the nature and there's like a big lake right in the middle mm. there's like ducks and there's um storks and there's ravens and there's, there's herons cats oh, everywhere obviously crows. oh yeah crows yeah man i always get confused with a raven and a crow mm. and there's also like a building um like an old like japanese style building that you can walk into mm. you can walk around you can like see all the different like furnitures and tools and like mm. um yeah everything that like an old house would have had i don't know how yeah. old that was though like when was that from like the um, 19th I think century that one was either from the 18th or 19th century i can't remember yeah um so yeah but the, this like by far i would say this was like oh the best place we've mm. been to so far like we, we were so got, happy we there. got food there we had our first sort of like street style food we got dango yeah. Dango, um, yeah. Brown sugar dango, which was delicious, and they brought out like free tea, which was cool. What is a dango? So it's like a um, like ball of like it's a flour and something else ball yeah, on a, a stick, like four yeah. different balls on a stick, and then they flavor it differently. And we got brown sugar. It's like a d- dessert thing. Yeah, yeah, like one that you'd walk around with normally, but we and sat the, yeah, down. and they gave us free like tea and stuff with it, which is great. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just a great place, just like sit down, like, yeah, chat, totally like, recommend. I think it was yeah, like the number sure. one on like. 
you know, things to do in Yokohama. Yeah, but true. So it's not like there's a like, reason for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This isn't like a secret location where you're telling you about. <laughs> yeah. um, it wasn't that busy though. Probably yeah, it because wasn't. it was winter time. Yeah, true. Yeah, and even though it was like around the New Year's time where people are still on holiday, it still mm. wasn't that busy. And it was also the weekend as well. So yeah. like, like but yeah, there was, it was lots really of people great. there, but it wasn't like crowded or anything. Yeah, it's the one place I've seen where like cats and birds live in harmony. <laughs> We like we and, saw like and there was lots of little fish like koi fish there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like right next to like there was like a cat, a fish, and a bird like right next to each other just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Like where do you ever see that? That's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that was like the last thing we did this week, and like it ended off this week really well. Yeah. Like, that was like the perfect thing to end this week off with. Yeah, we spent like a few so like we probably left it like just before midday, and we spent like three or four hours wandering around. We saw. I'm pretty sure we saw all of it we got confused i think it was bigger than we thought it was we definitely saw the inner gardens and i think we saw most of the outer gardens yeah they say like inner there's like two things inner gardens outer gardens but i think we did see it all because like yeah by the end we saw it all but we kept on being like man is there more to this park (laughs) yeah there is quite a lot to see like it's definitely a a, a day trip like Mm. try to go early and you like can a stay there for as long. Like three, four hours that we did was like a good amount of time yeah 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 and it only takes 30 minutes from from like Tokyo, well, I feel no, like, if I, took, Tokyo Central probably takes took, like forty minutes. From our train station Amori, I think it took, including like walking to the train station, like you know catching the bus, walking mm. from the bus to the, I think it was forty-five minutes or fifty minutes. Oh yeah, so the entire trip is fifty minutes. Yeah, so, so yeah, that, so maybe like an hour from the city centre then from Tokyo. Yeah, because yeah. we caught the um, what is it, the Kaihen Tohoku yeah line, yeah. which is like the blue line. Yeah, um, just go south from that line, mm. and it's easy. Uh, um, okay, so that's pretty much all for this week. So, we'll so see. we got Comicet, we had New Year's, and we got to see like a really cool garden. It was like a good week, like a yeah, solid Yeah, I was super week. happy with this week. Mm. All right, well, thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. Uh, you can listen to us on Deezer, Stitcher, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, uh, wherever it is that you find your podcasts. Um, also, if you have any suggestions for the show, if you give us any suggestions on where we should go and what mm. we should see, um, please let us know. You can reach us on Twitter at... T in Tokyo. That's T E A in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And we also have an Instagram that is T underscore in underscore Tokyo that you can also message us on and follow along with our adventures in photo format. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be posting quite a lot there. Um, not just the podcast, but just you know whatever we're up to during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, give us a follow, and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.